0: Here we are. Myself, Patrick Solomon, my yeah. co-host. Jacob Ham, and we are about to kick episode seven of Life As We Know It podcast. Hey, we got this thing rolling. Seven episodes in. Got and some it, momentum built here. I know, and it's just me and you this time, which I'm kind of excited about. Yeah, I feel like there's a,
1: we have a different type of podcast when it's just me and you versus having a guest. Yeah,
0: I do enjoy having guests because I feel like it brings in, you know, and out of perspective, because I do know that me and you share a lot of the same views. But, you know, we need to, I think we need to start getting some uh, super completely different kind of guests for us.
1: I think uh, maybe we should talk about some topics today that we don't necessarily agree with. I feel like that's going to happen naturally. Yeah. Uh, talking to you a little bit earlier beforehand. Uh, I know you had an early week. You came back. So we were around each other. wasn't an early morning. week. It's just an early travel. Our Our early, early travel worked. week. Yeah, long week. Yeah, so you got some pressing stuff you wanna talk about, huh?
0: Yeah. Um, so the other day I re- uh you know, this topic is talked about I think pretty often, but this was the first time it really not the maybe not the first time, but it was kind of like a, a self revelation. Um people talk about the amount of time we are on our phones or on technology, just the extreme amount of stimulants that our brain goes through on a day to day basis, you know, like we're constantly looking at something. There's constantly information that we're absorbing. And so yesterday, uh, just something simple. Uh, I was going to go into Subway, but I left both my phones in the car. Okay. And just me going into Subway and ordering my sandwich. And while I was in the toaster that like 30 seconds of silence, I instantly reached to grab for my phone to check it. And I was like, oh shit, no phone. So now I'm like sitting there and I'm like, oh, fuck, what the fuck am I doing? Like I just like it almost gave me like a little bit of an anxiety because I was like, holy shit, and I'm bored. And like you think about it, it's like people are no longer bored anymore. It's like we forgot how to be bored because we're so used to how much stimulants we need on a day to day basis. Like think about how much people take Adderall now or how many people are just going off caffeine Non-stop, every morning. It's like you're.
1: We're constantly we trade one addiction for another. Yeah, we're built around a society of stimulants. But you should try it next time. We're don't not don't having your phone? Yeah, just go without your phone oh. for that, dude. It's fucking. I know. I'll tell you what. I want won- <laughs> the one day uh, when I was back in Jersey. I went to work and I left my phone at home. Uh-huh. I didn't have my phone the whole entire day. Didn't it's- tell anybody I didn't have my phone, and it was the most peaceful day that I yeah. had in a long time. It's.
0: I think. I think it's good to do that because it gives you a little bit of adjustment. But definitely I, it was like a shocking thing to me because I'm like, man, am I this dependent on my phone? <laughs> like, come
1: on. You, you reminded me of a good example of something. Um, what it was was they did uh, – there was this busy restaurant in New York City. Mm-hmm. And the restaurant still had the same amount of customers. Not much had changed over the last 10 years. Um, but the wait time, the wait time increased. By like 20 to 30 minutes. And they couldn't figure out why. Because nothing changed. They still had the same amount of employees. Food was still being cooked the same amount of time. So they did a a test experiment. And they were watching people. And the reason that it went up and took longer is because the amount of time people spent on their phones when they sat down at the table. Hmm. That was the only only factor. So people weren't leaving the tables as fast. Right. So they were sitting down. Instead of sitting there talking to each other, sitting on on their own phone. And then a waitress comes up. Oh no, I haven't looked at the menu yet. Sorry. Yeah. Like, versus, if you didn't have your phone there, what else would you be doing? Uh huh. And yeah. I think technology could be good, and I think it could be bad. Yeah. Um, depending how you use it, but yeah, it's not going. It's not going backwards.
0: No, because like you think about it, when you're in a long line, I like to have my phone because I'm usually, yeah, I check my social media, but I do like to like read articles on things and like at least learn something new. So I'm constantly like gathering more information. So that's the plus. But the the negative is, especially in your example, is that there's all this dialogue that should be happening between humans, that is isn't, ha- isn't happening. And I think it's becoming, especially more uh, prevalent in our younger generations and even our generations, that we're forgetting how to socialize you don't have to know face to face
1: yeah you don't have to know anything anymore if somebody uh brings up a fact or you have a question about something you pull it's simple as pulling your phone out of the pocket mm-hmm. typing it in the search bar and then you find out but i want to go back to what you were saying um about relationships and shit like that uh i think when? like like just just before you, you know oh people, like the lack, lack of communication especially the younger generation yeah um it's you could you could full you could get to know somebody without ever saying a single word to them.
0: Yeah, which is weird. But like, mm-hmm. are you really getting to
1: know them? It depends. I mean, I understand. Granted, yeah, uh, it's one thing to be texting somebody uh, versus being in person with them. Mm-hmm. You know, they like that catfish stuff. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah,
0: that's why I definitely. Uh, so I've uh, been living in the city now for. Grew up small town, you know. 100 kids in my graduation class, like 150. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, ever since I was 18, I've lived in a big city. Okay. So, and not much time off. So I haven't been able to like get away from the city. And now I love living in the city and I don't want to not live here. But after like having that thing happen yesterday where I'm like, man, I'm so dependent on my phone, man. How dependent am I on technology? How much information do I constantly need? It makes me want to, and I've been feeling this urge for the past couple weeks now, and I kinda like talked about it today earlier, um, it's like, I just wanna be away from the city. You know, like we go on hikes here and South Mountain, which Mm -hmm. is not too far from our home. It's like, uh, it's right across the street, but you can can get away from the city. But there's always like, you can still hear the roar of the city and you know if like something happens, um, you're gonna be okay, because someone can call the ambulance. But I think what I've been like wanting to, do is just get away from everything to the point where i know like if i fucking fall and break my leg like no one's gonna like no one's gonna be there to help me like I because i want to be that much you want to be separated from society yeah or... and i want to be in touch with nature like the actual the real world shit you know yeah like because mother nature doesn't give a fuck you know animals will eat the fuck out of each other and it's like if you die out in the wilderness where you're 20 like or you know 50 miles away from any kind of civilization it's like you're just gonna die, and you're gonna eat, and that's the cycle of life. That's just how it is, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, and I've been like urging for it. <laughs> I don't know if that Dude, maybe you should do it. I, well, I had one buddy that took a trip to Montana. Mm-hmm. Who the hell goes to Montana? Nobody took a trip to Montana, and and he came back. He wanted just kind of time to himself, just to keep away. Yeah. Um, because I think he got he kind of gained a new perspective. Um. life me one thing i i notice here is like the the mountain we live in a valley so we have mountains when driving home from work um and i see them and i just i like me i know i'm new to living here but i love that i i love that and i in nature is so overlooked and things are things like you said before are so based around technology yeah that nature basic things like going outside and like we went and played catch with a frisbee yeah um just little things like that like the, the endorphins that are released when you participate in activity like that are much greater than anything you get yeah. from posting on Instagram or anything like that. But it's that short-time gratification. That's what yeah. you're getting yeah. out of your phone. You're- and
0: it gives you uh, an appreciation, mm-hmm. you know? Like, you start really, you know, like, being thankful for the shit you got when you're just in, at home. It's fucking weird, dude. It's like... You could just shower whenever the fuck you want. You can go down the road and get a steak whenever the fuck you want. There's food fucking everywhere. 300 years ago, you know, or something like,
1: you, not that, that long ago, where we are, it was like there was nothing fucking here. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what's crazy that I think about is that you look around the room and you see all these different things, just like on this, simple as this, the microphones in front of us, the headphones, your shirt, your hat, everything was created by nature one way or another. Yeah. It came from yeah. rocks and fucking dirt. Yeah. Trees. And how, how, how long are we going to be able to appreciate that kind of stuff? We're not. Yeah. I think we've already lost value in most of that. Um, if you if you appreciate nature now, you're considered a hippie. Yeah. You know? If yeah. you're not on your phone and you don't know who has the new rap song out or I... you don't know what's going on in the news, then you're, you're dumb. You're, you're naive because you're not paying attention to what's going on in the world yep. I don't ever we don't I think the best thing is we don't have cable here yeah. I love that we don't have cable television here because I don't ever forces pay attention you to, to do something yeah.
0: yeah um Joe said because obviously I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan um he said something today it's like you when you look at the map it's like how much of the percent of the world is just wilderness and then you have these spots on the planet with just uh, an abundance of of people, like just mm-hmm. an insane amount of people. And so like we say, life is this. We've, you know, we created this civilization and this is what life is. But like when you break us down to our like most primal instincts, it's like, and you need to look at the percentage of the world that is the wilderness, where where we come from. It's like, that's another value of life that I, that I think people need to learn how to appreciate, that value when you're in that wilderness. And everything you do, you have to fight for.
1: Yeah, see, I got that. I feel like I got that appreciation for being in the Marines. Yeah, from being out in the field. Yeah, to a degree. Yeah. Yeah, to a degree. I got that uh, appreciation of of not having much and being able to appreciate the little things. Yeah. Um, and it's overlooked. It's crazy. People talk to me when I, especially when I mentioned I was in the Marines. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, like you know, what sacrifices like this and that. Like, yeah, I do. I've been there. To a certain degree. But what happens is you get out of that mindset. Now, like you said before, I have the luxuries of going down the road. and getting Yeah, and a it's thing, easy to get like, going spoiled to gym, with it. Going to sh- taking a shower, sleeping. Something as, as simple as sleeping in a bed. Yeah. And something that's actually been a pressing topic of mine that's been bothering me is waking up. I think it's a fucking very overlooked thing. How you wake up? I think because, okay, when you wake up. That is the first thing you do during the day. That's, yeah. that, that, Starts that your day. Is, it does not matter who you are or what you do. The first thing you do is when you up. do is wake up in the morning. Um now how you wake up I think plays a big effect on how your whole entire day <laughs> yeah. is. I hundred percent sure. I experimented this week. Um I wanted to get I want to start running. And I kept setting alarms to get up to go run. I usually get up at six, and I was setting alarms for five thirty. It was just not nothing crazy. It wasn't good. It was just something to get the yeah. blood flowing earlier in the day, and I every single day this week I did it. I I set the alarm, and every single day I, snooze, I didn't dude. I snoozed it. Dude, I've been doing that for like
0: three years, bro. <laughs> And
1: and I'd get up so angry, like because I was so motivated. nice. Yeah, night. You and off. it would piss me off because after I was actually up for a minute or two. I got in the shower and the water hits me. It's like, yo, why didn't you get up? Yeah. It's you have the option when you have the option of comfort Mm -hmm. or on. It's the easy decision. It's the easy decision. Comfort based decision. Mm -hmm. Comfort based decision. That's human nature though. It really does set the
0: tone. There's a book I read. It's called the miracle morning. And pretty much the author took, uh, like he looked at a lot of people that are very successful and look at, at the, their morning rituals mm-hmm. and what sets them off and if you think about it like if you are i'm this person and i try it's, it's a bad habit but it's like if right before you go to bed and when you set your alarm you're thinking okay how far can i sleep until the very fucking moment i have to wake up like mm-hmm. how I, like i'll be like snoozing and i'll be calculating i'm like okay if i get dressed this fast if i don't shave i can get up at this time and this blah blah blah, blah, blah just so i can get ready like I push it all the way to the max. Sorry. So now you're you're setting your wake up in a place of like dread. So you're starting your day with the something you don't want to start with. Okay. Which that's automatically, I like that. I yeah. like
1: that. I never really looked at it like that. But that's a very good point. Yeah. It's you're basically like you're setting yourself how, up th- a failure. Th- this is how long I have until I'm punished. Yeah. Pretty much. You're like. I don't want that. That's a good, that's a really good way to look at it. I yeah. really like that because instead of waking up at six 30, if you wake up at six 20, it's mm-hmm. 10 minutes, 10 yeah. minutes of a day that you may be awake for, for 18 hours yeah. and you wake up and you could just take a, you have a moment to take a deep breath, maybe take a little extra time in the shower. Yeah. So this teeth. leads to the other things that you other know? people do. Right.
0: So one of them is being, is exercising. Mm hmm. If you get up and do exercising, it pretty much jump starts your brain. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so, like, which will create more energy throughout the day. Like, you notice right at we work out in the evenings, and right after we work out, we got energy like all night compared to the day where you're like, you know, slugging along through the day because if you don't work out in the morning, right, you don't even have to work out. It really, you could just do like five minutes of jump eject just to get that heart rate going, kickstarts your metabolism, and just gets you going. Right. You know, another thing they do uh, in the morning, because the point is this section off a time before you actually have to do your work to yourself. you're devoting a time in the morning to yourself right So it's like journaling, uh, meditating, maybe a, pl- a place of prayer, um, acclamations, looking over goals like so when you hit that the alarm goes off, you're waking up and you're like, okay, this is something I want to do. I'm actually waking up to work on myself and it changes your complete you're gonna have a complete different mindset waking up. And right now I'm preaching a lot, and I nah, don't, I, don't, I get that do you know, I don't do this. No, that's just do it just sucks.
1: You, hey, okay, so there's something else I want to talk about, and it ties right into this. Mm-hmm. You know where it starts? You know where waking up starts? Going to sleep. Yeah, that's exactly. When what you said that, what alarm. do you? What do you? What do you do when you're laying in bed at night? You're laying there, and you're thinking. What do you think about? Dude, so
0: I am. You know, a lot of times I'm
1: like, man, I don't want to fucking do the shit I got to do tomorrow. You're you're, it's almost like you're dreading a moment in time before you have to even dread it. Yeah. It's like, and a- you're dreading it and it's making that time worse. Now it's like almost saying that you, you're dreading work in the morning. You don't have to work till 8am and you're dreading it now at 10 o'clock at night. Uh-huh. Now you just expended an extra 10 hours on something because you're dreading it instead of appreciating the 10 hours that you have in between. Yeah. Um, one the big thing that I used to do when I was in the Marines, and i used to only get a few hours of sleep at night if i went out drinking or if i had to be up late and let's say i went to sleep at three o'clock in the morning and i had to be up at five forty-five. that's two hours and 45 minutes of sleep not much but what i did was i learned to appreciate it i said i'm gonna i'm gonna appreciate every single second of these two hours and 45 minutes yeah. and having that just that slight attitude change it gives you the, the momentum yeah, basically go to go design. ahead
0: yeah yeah it's the, tough, man. It's, it's hard because once you get stuck in a habit, it's a fucking bitch. Like the habit I have for setting on a, for pressing snooze in the morning is terrible, man. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's almost to the point where I'm not even conscious doing it. It's just automatic. Yeah. Trigger, boom, hit the snooze, reward, go back to bed.
1: Like uh-huh. automatic. I think that's where I'm at. I'm definitely one. No, I'm not even gonna say think. I know. Yeah. That's where I'm at. I'm at a point now where. I set my alarm 45 minutes before I have to get up, <laughs> not because I have to get up, but solely so I can wake up, get some endorphins relief, say, Hey, Oh, I got to go back to yeah, sleep. I did it's going to be a good day Yep. and go ahead and go back to sleep. And then 45 minutes later, I'm getting mad at myself because I waited to the last minute. Yeah, I do that too, man. I used to do it really bad, like where I'd be like 2
0: a.m., <laughs> 4, 3 a.m., 5 a.m., and then I did all the way till I wake up. It's
1: change, man. Change is a tough thing to deal with. Yeah. Um, well, once you, it, you got to do basic, basic change. Yeah. I'm going to go on a little rant here. Um, I think what's important is, and a lot of people overlook it, is people hear change and they think they have to change every aspect of their life. Mm-mm. What you need to do Which is, is when you're, when you're want to change something or change your life, you have to look at the most basic principles of it. Yeah. Something as simple as when you make your bed in the morning, you have a comforter. Yeah. You have you flip it the one way mm-hmm. and then the next day when you make your bed, you flip it over the other way. Just that simple slight change. Or just making your bed in general. <laughs> well, if you don't make your bed then. Yeah. You know, so be it or let's say you brush your teeth after you get out of the shower. Yeah. You brush your teeth before you get out of the, or before you go in the shower. Just like little things like that, it alters your mind. Yeah, and does your chain reactions. We, as humans, are adjusted to patterns. We Mm -hmm. want to understand. um, We get used to patterns and we get comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the less and less you break those patterns, the more and more you get sucked into them. And eventually, it drains a lot out of you. That's why you hear people that have been at a job they hated for a long time. And they hate their life because they're stuck in a pattern. I think change is the hardest thing to do, but it's the most rewarding thing to yeah. do, you know? Um, even if change, sometimes changes for the worse, sometimes it's for the better. Yeah. But even if it's for the worse, if you learn something from it, then it was for the better because you gained something from it yeah. and you could be able to change again. Mm. Uh, just to tie along with that and piggyback on it. I remember, what's up? Don't tell me what
0: to do. Work, is the pork done? If anybody does know, we're cooking pork tonight, pork chops. Haven't ate dinner. Pretty fucking starving, but gotta do the podcast. Gotta keep moving forward. It's the name of the game. It's the grind. Well, what I was gonna say, I guess, I imagine you can hear me, is that uh, there was a in the book The Power of Habit. There's a girl who's trying to quit smoking and this is weird dude i'm just gonna wait for you man i feel like i'm talking to no one (laughs) it is what it is how's it looking good not good pork fantastic Fantastic? that's what i like to hear sweet it's gonna be a good nice reward after we do finish this good all right um kind of want to move on from this this topic. Yeah.
1: It's kind of dry.
0: Huh? Like Damn, that. that smells good as hell, I man. Aw, oh, man, I love me some meat. Uh, <laughs>
1: dude, I love I some have... meat. All right,
0: so sorry about that. Why are you so out of breath, dude? <sighs> it was a long walk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got dude, my taste drink, buds you, working. You
0: drink too much, man.
1: <clears throat> I have a lot of problems, huh?
0: He put a lot of shit in that. Yeah. That was, that was like a 50-50 mix, and it's almost gone.
1: 60-40. Six, forty-five. 45. No, 60, 60 alcohol, 40. So,
0: <laughs> it look like
1: it. You make me feel like I need to catch up. No, dude, you don't have to. Because uh, you'll never catch up to me.
0: This is no, no. one thing the Marines did to me. It uh, made me very used to drinking a stupid amount of alcohol.
1: No, I don't want to go down that road. <laughs> this is the road I want to go down. Okay, tell me the road. Or is it a dirt path? Why, as humans... Do we, whenever we get put in a situation or something that's going to tie into kind of what we were saying, a change in that pattern, the pattern's broken, why do we always perceive the worst case scenario? If, um, let's say you, okay, for instance, like you're used to me coming home from work at five o'clock and all of a sudden, all of a sudden six o'clock comes around and you, at 6 o'clock, you're like, oh, shit, Pat's still not home. Like, and then you start calling me. You text me, no answer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they can hear that,
1: but. Yeah. All right, so 6, 630 comes to your, like, start thinking, like, oh, fuck. Like, Yeah, what's Pat going at? on? Worst case scenario. Then 7 comes is like, oh, shit, did Pat get in a car accident and fucking die? Mm-hmm. Like, well,
0: fuck you want to go click that out? You want to go press that button? I don't know if people can hear that, but it's, we got like a beeping noise in here. It, got some fucking technical. No, I'm going to. I already know what I want to say. I'm just waiting for the oven to shut the fuck up. God damn. How professional can we fucking be?
1: We don't have to put this part
0: in. No, it's going in, dude. I ain't editing
1: this. Cut it out,
0: nah, I'm not cutting it out, man. A,
1: right,
0: I have to cut every single fucking one. I ain't doing that. Anyways, <sighs> this is what I was going to say. I believe humans are a power of habit. When you look at, when classrooms get set up, you could go into a class that's un, no sign seating, right? You can sit wherever the fuck you want. First day of school, everybody sits down. Next day, everybody sits in the same fucking spa. Same fucking spot. Next day, everybody sits in the same spot. Fourth day, someone's an asshole, sits somewhere else. Complete fucking chaos. That guy comes in is like, oh shit, my fucking chair's taken. Now I got to get somewhere fucking else. People are, I'm sure that's happened to multiple people, but you can definitely see it in classes that people will naturally sit in the same spot even when it's not signed sitting. And when someone fucks up that routine, you're like, what the fuck? Now my whole thing's all jacked up. So, it goes with the same thing in patterns. Once something gets embedded in your mind, it's like, that's what's normal. And when you throw a fucking chain in it, your natural reaction is to be like, "Okay, something's wrong here."
1: What's it about, What's it say about people that can naturally pick that up and change it intentionally? Because they just solely want a little bit of change. That person, let's say you have thirty people in that classroom, mm-hmm. and that one person sits in another seat. He's that one person that's willing to uh, alter, alter their mind. So, there's I think it's a, good there's, practice. There's a much. There's a much lower percentage of people that are willing to change than the are that actually will change. Yeah. I think a lot of people want to change, but won't actually change. They won't pursue it. A lot of people like the thought of change, but a lot of people don't like the effort uh, or the motion. It's fucking uncomfortable, man.
0: Yeah. And I do it, 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 Anytime you're, I've always believed this. Like anytime you're put in a position where you're out of your comfort zone, you're learning or gaining something mm-hmm. always. Even if it's something stupid. But I think if you're put in a position where you're not comfortable, you're getting something out of that. It's building something in you. I don't got any evidence about it, but I've always... Anytime I've been put in a situation where I'm uncomfortable, I always come out of it a little bit better of a person, I think, than I was before. I learned a little bit something more. I learned how to cope with my own feelings a little bit more. Or, I mean, the latter would be like you don't cope with it and you just fucking you break down and have a panic attack
1: no well attack. I kind of I kind of had that like serenity today at work because at first when I started my job I wasn't really a big fan of it I was like oh this is kind of like I don't know if this is going to work or whatever the case may be so I wanted to stick it out I'm, like six weeks into the job now and now that I've stuck it out looking back uh-huh. I'm kind of like well this isn't so bad and I've actually learned a lot uh-huh. I'm like now and it kind of made me feel good hmm But then it made me realize i'm like how many other things did i start and just gave up on really quickly and i didn't give them a chance to see and let them grow yeah and experience i think we we we, as humans give up too easily because something's uncomfortable um i would love to learn another language yeah so it frightens me though yeah it frightens me because i'm like it's a lot of work it's a lot of work and you got to commit to something that you might fail at commitment's
0: hard man yeah well I think it's um, important for everyone. Like I, my goal every day is that when I wake up in the morning, I want to be better than the person I was yesterday. Like every day I want to learn something new. Like even like I'm not in co- college or anything, but it's like, I think it's important to constantly be filling your mind with new information. And you're always growing. I know a lot of people know that it's seriously, you wake up, you go to work, you like do your like you relax and just decompress and they're not getting any knowledge really. They're not
1: like well, further, it's further. Complacency, man. There's there was a statistic and this kind of ties into it. There was a statistic. If there was a hundred people, this is the ratio of America. If there was a hundred people in a room, now those hundred people count for everybody in America. Out of those hundred people, one percent, one person makes as much money as the other 99 people do. Yeah. I know. Like as a percentage. Yeah. Um, That's why they say the top one percent. And, 1%, and yeah. I think that is what that shows is the difference between feeding your mind with knowledge, new knowledge, pushing yourself to see exactly how far you can go yeah, or falling into that pattern and falling so deep into it that you're stuck there's, you can't move left. You can't move right. I heard a good analogy. Once. Wait, wait, but
0: what, what you're saying though, is that since the 1% of the population is extremely wealthy, then, uh, you're correlating that with the 1% of the world who are actually seeking to be truly success. Only like 1% of people mm-hmm. really seek.
1: Right. Uh, me, I, I think, I think I'm not bit. saying, I'm not saying if you put a hundred people in a room, only only one person would try. I'm not saying that. Right? Yeah. So what I'm saying is of those other 99 people, let's say 50 of them would just go ahead with the routine and go along with it. Yeah. It's
0: definitely, it's definitely not like, yeah. yeah. The and numbers then you got 1%. But. Right.
1: And then you get, let's say another 25%, uh, that invested a year or two into making their, uh, chasing their goal or whatever the case may be. And then the other 24 people spent five years trying to chase yeah. their goal. And well, I Eventually know we're, we're, spit, we're spitballing numbers right now, so right. I, I
0: definitely would like to see if there's like a study out there that shows how many people. I guess you could only be able to survey like older generation and see how many people actually feel like their life was fulfilled by the time they like die. You, well, know? Saw, like, you know what I mean? Well, they. It's funny. Because then that.
1: you could figure out fulfillment. I like that. I like because that's uh, what we're really looking at. Yeah. Well, they did a s- study. I was looking it up about. um The most Harvard did a study. They wanted to see uh, who lives the most fulfilling life. Now, in order to do that, you have to start it when you're at least our age. No, no later than the age that we're at right now. Because I feel like we're going through the phase where we're learning an extreme amount. We're growing up um, and learning new experiences regularly. So what they did was they took about they took 17 students and they. Uh, interviewed them throughout their whole entire life up until they were 73 years old Jesus long study long study <laughs> and what they found was the people that were the most happy were the ones that could show love and build relationships uh, a high percentage of those 17 students made a lot of money not a high percentage of them had good relationships yeah. and built love um, you know that, yeah. that's why you know I say count your blessings you realize what you're fortunate for Um Yeah, I guess now that when you
0: say something like that, it kind of makes me think, even though I'm very knowledge hungry, I want to learn more and more and more every day. At the end of the day, if you don't, but you're still happy with your life, it doesn't fucking matter. So I guess I can't really say like, oh, you have to be learning something every day. But I do feel like, I mean, that's
1: what I strive for. But It's one aspect. Yeah. I would say... Your day is wasted if you don't learn a new thing. Yeah, but, but what if you're still happy you're... at the end of the day? Like, what if you're fulfilling? No, yeah, yeah. okay, well, that's... Like, like if you're
0: just content with, like, I like
1: flipping burgers, and I like going home playing video games, and I'm happy doing that, then fuck it. Well, I... Because there's, there's that people. No, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. There's people for everything for a reason. Yeah. Not everybody's going to sit here and make a podcast. Not everybody's going to sit there and watch sports on the TV. Yeah. Or go for a run every day. Everybody's different and I think that's something that's extremely overlooked. We are all so close-minded. I'm gonna speak for myself. I know this I myself is very close-minded and because I'm close-minded, well I try and be open-minded but because I'm close-minded by nature, I want to say, I yeah fi- I think that um, nobody else is different than I am. Or excuse me, I think everybody else is different than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so you start but comparing it, yourself to everybody else. Like if
0: you're not doing this, then you're failing because you're holding them to your standards or maybe the other way around.
1: Right. Yeah. No, exactly. It's it's funny because it's like you hold somebody else to your standards. But I mean, they're not you. But they're not <laughs> you. If everybody was you, then this would be a boring world. Yeah. I'm not saying that you're a boring person, but and I think that's – kind of ties in all the way back to the beginning of what you said. And what's going to get diminished is relationships. Me walking into a barbershop and getting my hair cut. Hey, Hey, how you doing? Yeah, no, I just moved here. You know, Oh, you're from New Jersey. Oh, I used to live in New Jersey that it's building a relationship. Mm-hmm. That's something that just something small talk like that is so overlooked. Uh, Something that's fulfilling to me is knowing that uh, maybe I could put a smile on somebody's face or uh, I like the idea that if somebody meets me and they're around me and I and I have a good conversation with them that they're like, they look forward to talking yeah. to me again. If I can give somebody that impression, one one person that impression a day, then my opinion, I had a successful day Yeah. because then I know that I made some. But that's your opinion. Better. No, 100 percent. So, like, what are we talking about? We're talking about. I know I'm kind of running in circles a little bit, but yeah. Cause I want to like,
0: what's I know we're talking, right. And we're talking about fulfillment. We're talking about, um, what you should be striving for, but it's such like a vague, you obviously we can't speak for humanity and what everybody should be striving for. Mm-hmm. I and mean, like how you said, it's like, we can't compare ourselves to everybody else and what, and, and, uh, prescribing what they should be striving for. So I think, What we can take from this from this discussion is that the only person that you should ever be comparing yourself to is yourself. You know, don't try to live in someone else's shadow like you are the end all be all. You know, we've talked like you are your enemy. You are your ally. You decide what you want to do in life. You decide what you don't want to do in life. And if deep down you look at yourself and you're not happy with who you are, then that's up to you to fix it. I think that's from what everything we're saying. I think that's the one thing we can pull from it is that
1: self-awareness,
0: self-awareness, you know, everything we always look at is like self-awareness is like the fucking key thing. I think to I know happy. I <laughs> really, Me, I
1: feel like I have a pretty high sense of self-awareness. Um, especially if I know I'm about to do something wrong. Yeah, I know. It. Yeah. But how good are you at, at listening to yourself? I'm not. That's the whole thing. I Well, I've gotten better. As yeah. I've grown through my experiences, I've gotten better. I, I I definitely will say that I have two voices. You know, I have that everybody one, does yeah. You got that loud voice, and I got that quiet voice. Um, sometimes the devil's louder than the angel. Yeah. But uh, lately, unfortunately, and I think this is, has a lot to do with the change for me coming out here and stuff. Is the mm. angel, um, it's not shouting at me, but it's been talking louder. Yeah. And the devil's got more quiet. Um, That's
0: I think it's important to take, uh, which I know I need to work on myself. Uh, cause like, like we said, life's hard, right? So I think it's important to take a time out of your day to spend with yourself in your own thoughts. I think that's a very valuable thing to do. Like, like that's why a lot of people recommend, uh,
1: meditating. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. feel like I do that in bed at night. Mm-hmm. What I do is, uh, and I think I love about nighttime. You could do this too. Cause you deal with like getting a lot of phone calls throughout the day and stuff is that at night, you're laying there in your bed. You get serenity. You get peace. There's, you have no obligations at that point in time. You don't have to worry about any bills. You don't have to worry about work. Just like going to bed. You,
0: you, That's you, why, like, you, if sleep you, is if that release. I
1: think that. I think that, if you can go to sleep with that mind state, of a clear head, then you're going to give your opportunity to have a better day next, yeah. the next day. Versus if you go to sleep, dreading what you're waking up to the yeah. next day.
0: Yeah, and. With that being said, I think one thing that's definitely helped me cope with, you know, all the worries of the the night mm-hmm. that keep me up is that I try to focus, like try, try. But obviously it's harder than said is all these f- like if you're worrying about all these things, right? Like how many times do you go to bed? You're worrying about things that you can't even affect in that moment. Like you're going to bed and it's like, oh, did I? I I gotta pay my bills in two weeks. Oh, I gotta do this. Oh, I gotta do that. Oh, I gotta do this. But it's not even in your control. Like you cannot do anything in that moment to fix the situation. So like when I go to bed, I'm like, I'm trying to tell myself like listen, you'll handle it when it comes, when the time comes. Right now, just focus on the things you gotta worry about.
1: Dude, the serenity you know? prayer. You ever heard it? The serenity prayer? Yeah. It's uh No, but it sounds like some fucking No, inch-craft. listen, listen, it's uh it's God grant me the serenity to accept things I cannot change the courage to change the things I can exactly. And the yeah. was in the wisdom to know the difference. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's true, man. Let me get that tattooed mm-hmm. on my lower back. Yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's something that, that comes from like the 12 step programs yeah. for like, like addiction and stuff like that. That's yeah. so then they go off of, but you could use that in every aspect yeah. of your life. No, that's really um, good. That's like what I,
0: exactly what I was trying to say, but it just sounds a lot prettier. Yeah, no, I got you. Um, so, you know what I want to spin an idea off you?
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. since I've been so, like, knowledge-hungry and I just want to grow and grow and grow and grow more and more and more and more, uh-huh. uh, dude, I want to put together, like, like a club. A club? Yeah. Like a chess club? N- no.
1: Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like chess. So Did I say okay. this? In the, like,
0: like, like, a, like a society. Like a group of people that... A group of people. Okay. Because
1: I think... Okay, wait, wait. Before you... Like a me- before you go, I, I want to say, gentlemen's club, club. I want. I want to. I want to. Let me. Let me. I'm going to ask you a question or a few questions that maybe gives a better understanding of the society that you want to gain. What would be uh, the goal that you'd want to accomplish through the society? Uh, the the point of, I guess, the mission statement
0: of the society mm-hmm. would be to be the better, be a better person than the person you were the day before. Okay. Okay.
1: Now, how would you feel like you could push that? Uh cross to somebody on a a Um, daily basis. There's a feeling
0: when you get uh, a great appreciation of things Mm -hmm. that you want to share them with with something else. Okay, Mm -hmm. I don't like. There's been a lot of times while being a a beautiful scenery and by myself, and I'm like, man, I just wish I could be sharing this experience with someone else. Or like working out, it's a big thing for me. I love enjoying it, and I wish everybody can enjoy it to the the extreme I like. Mm -hmm. Or you know, when I'm eating a really nice meal, and I'm like. I want everybody to enjoy the my the meal that I like. It's my favorite meal, you know? Right. So I think when I tie it to the society, it's like when you're learning something and you learn something new that really you appreciate, you want to share that knowledge. You want to everybody else be like, guys, listen, what do I learn? Like, this is this amazing, some amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I get really hyped about something that I just learned, I'm like, I want to tell everybody about it because it's awesome, you know? I want them to feel the same gratitude and appreciation that I have. So the society would be like um you know, people you know that are either out of school, out of college but that still want to like get more and more and more information and learn just about everything about the life because the universe is fucking fantastic. The world is amazing and there's things that you can appreciate every fucking day that you're just like, "Holy shit, the world we live in is insane and it's awesome to learn about." So Uh, I guess the society would be a place where it kind of holds people accountable and it is a platform for other people to bounce ideas off and share information, share lessons. Like, for example, like maybe uh, once a month you you write a paper for the society or something, you turn it in. And like during like meetings, uh, people would, certain selected people would give a class on something or there would be like controversial debates that people could bounce off in the society or the club, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And it would just be a place to be like, all right, We're all coming together to just learn, and you know it'd need to be a really diverse place. So uh, it'd be like you would have women and men, you know, people that are atheists, people that are super religious. But the one thing everybody has in common would be that they're all open-minded. So like they all kind of just appreciate different perspectives. So when they're talking about different situations, you know, you're getting vast amounts of ideas, and it just Mm -hmm. puts together this like awesome mixing pot of information that you're just like, holy fuck, I never thought of it about like that
1: yeah no that's you my would, fucking
0: idea man <laughs> no, i
1: like i like that idea but you know um i think it would be beautiful if you could find a group of people wouldn't it like be that. fucking cool dude because i think that would be the biggest issue is that there's a lot of people that can't if i'm telling you something that you strongly believe in yeah no, if I disagree. and i disagree yeah it, it sets off a certain stigma where yeah. you want to, and it's not, and that's human nature to yeah. disagree. Um, I'd rather somebody disagree with the opinion than disagree and just speak. like yeah. They agree. Um, well that's good though. But like
0: the moment that you're just like being disrespectful, like obviously I think there'd be, you know, Prince like le- a, a leadership or not leadership principles, but the, you know, the, the, what the fuck core values, mm-hmm. Of the, the club, you know, courage and commitment, <laughs> commitment ooh, kill, um, would be like one of them would be like respect. Like you must have respect for people's opinions no matter what, because I know we face a problem in society today that people cannot appreciate other people's opinions. If they disagree, you fucking
1: disagree with someone these days.
0: You are going to get
1: fucked because lit the fuck it's up. because your opinion is not based off of human Communication anymore. It's based off of what's. If you see what I post on Facebook or Instagram all the time, yeah, and then you meet me in person, you've already created this stigma of who I am. Yeah, there's no basis of. I think that's why the best people to meet are the people that you've never ever met before. Well. I mean, <laughs> I like, well, like, well, there's yeah, that one for this episode, it's even, even, even <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> no
0: shit, dude. <laughs> but like, uh, even on Facebook, like, I, it's, which is really hard. Cause I fucking hate like the fucking meme war. Like I love memes cause that shit's funny, yeah. but I hate how much like people use memes to, like to debate that, that have no fucking credibility. And like, it's hard these days. It's hard to find the truth in things. Because when someone disagrees with someone else, they just, you know, they'll they'll the narrative will become whatever they need to say to fit their opinion. They won't be open-minded with it, and you can see that a lot with politics and you know,
1: this like the up upscale people, well, and celebrities I, and stuff. You know? I think you don't I th- know. I think the motto for this club or organization.
0: You want to do it, dude? Mm-hmm. I want to do it the club or orga- five people. the club
1: or organization that you would want to have um the motto would have to be uh real knows real real knows real yeah and i think that's a true statement because when you meet somebody and you kind of get a good vibe yeah and you they're they're telling you things that you know are facts you know what i'm saying like there's certain things that people will tell you like a story Uh, like for instance, like, Oh, I've been to Afghanistan before and I could tell you specific times like, like shit that you can't really make up, you know, that, uh, or just like basic things that you're, you, you have common interest in. Mm -hmm. Um, well, I, 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 what what I'm trying to get at is that, yeah, what are you getting at? Is is that a a real, a real person? Mm And I'm not saying people are fake, but people are fake. Uh, Real knows Real As Somebody that And I'm not the person Just to build a relationship With anybody Mm -hmm. Um You have to You have to stand out You don't have to to build a relationship But you have to If I'm gonna come back To talk to you again It's gonna be because I know that you can bring Some Uh Sense of purpose Into my life Even if Yeah But like I think
0: It's important to realize That people Who Are fucking assholes And pieces of shit Can also bring something To your life No I'm not saying That they can't
1: so I'm just, like, but the society would have to have like a good, uh, like no fucking like, I can't do oh uh, listen me. If somebody, for the most part, if I meet me or I meet them and they're just spewing off bullshit and I know they're bullshitting me, I will sit there and I'll agree the fuck with them and then I will leave and yeah. never talk to them again. Yeah. So do That's you think it.
0: for the society or what a club, we'll call it a club. Society sounds weird. So so, club kind of sounds weird too. Uh, organ. whatever okay well like do you think uh i mean i think you'd have to be like a no strike rule it's like if you fucking like let your emotions get to your well how you act it's like you know you're not gonna be part of the. you can't be part of the club like if you come in there and be
1: like i would like to have a club like that but if somebody has a giant disagreement and they really wanted their emotions to get the best of them i'd like to have two pairs of gloves and let them go at it and get their emotions out that way. Because I'll tell you what. I've been in fights and arguments before. That after we held it out with each other. That we shook hands. Dude, that honestly, and, that'd be and, pretty badass. And, that. And, <laughs> and we shook hands. And my respect doubled or tripled for that person. Yeah, but. I'm not saying that you should fucking beat the shit out of somebody. Not everybody's like who, that. No, and I get that. You know. I get that.
0: Because um, the point of the society is like gain knowledge. It, it, it shouldn't. Have to come to where violence is the answer. It should be the point, would be able to disagreements are good, and that's what we would want in the it, club. We want so disagreements, hard, man. I get that, but like it me so and you can have hard. disagreements with people,
1: yeah. But dude, we have a different relationship yeah. than Joe Schmo off the street, exactly.
0: So, Joe Schmo can't be in the club, is what I'm saying. It's yeah, only people how who the really
1: fuck do you know that that's Joe Schmo. You
0: fucking talk to him, and like because you can tell people who are open minded, you know.
1: You can tell, but you can also tell. But it's hard to tell if you're pulling a pat move and you're just fucking the person's agreeing well, they, with everything you're saying. Yeah, but then
0: he wouldn't want to join the club, anyways. They might. Why would they do
1: that? Because they have nothing better to do with their time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, man. They needed a reason Look, to get out of the house. If you, if I was gonna do
0: this, you know, I would want them to come. I think there would be like an interview or some kind of thing to be like, not like an interview, but to start out, like I would have to be people I definitely know would fit. Like I know you would fit, right? Because like, say you believed in one thing and someone could believe in a completely different thing. I don't think it's as long as you guys are respectful with how you're talking about that situation and you're open to like discuss, then there's no problem. But it's just like, no, I disagree with you. I'm gonna fucking punch you in the face. Then it's like that's not that's not that's not the goal of the thing. The goal is to be like, let's see what we can gain um, from this, you know? I'm gonna punch you in your fucking face. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> right? That's that's dude. I feel like. That's one thing that... I'm gonna sorry. I'm going to start writing this plan up, dude. I'm going to fucking do it. Check, no, dude, I feel out. like
1: that's one thing I've had, like... What should I call it, though? Definitely gotten in check was when I first started working out and getting in shape, especially when I first got out of the Marines, like, I wanted to fight all the time. Like, I thought my dick was so fucking big. And now I feel like I'd rather, if I have a disagreement with somebody, explain my part in an adult way Yeah. than trying to push them and be like, oh "I'm gonna fuck you up, so you can't say anything else." Yeah, you know? I don't. It's really uh honestly, it, it's it's fucking immature. It is immature, um unless you put your hands on a girl, you push her. I'm gonna fuck. That's her different. But, but you respond. I but but but, but 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 with with see, and I got this shout out to my brother Matt here again, Secret Matt, because me and Matt every time we talk, we disagree. Matt yeah. is the Matt. Exactly my point. We, like dis- Matt. We, we, be... di- we disagree. Um, with and now I'm not going to sit here and say that I've, I've had conversations with Matt recently, you know, over the past few months where I've just had to walk away from it. Not yeah. because I'm not going to say it, I didn't get the feeling like I wanted to argue. I wanted maybe made part of it's because of my brother, but getting a physical altercation, but it was at a point where he was arguing and I was arguing. And we, were, and at a point going where we were both closed minded and yeah. it wasn't going just turn around and walk away. Yeah because and it was just it was just getting more heated. Yeah. Because nobody and I think with the society that you're talking about our club, I, our club <laughs> <laughs> the important thing would be is that there would be other bystanders. Yeah, you got to have mediators. You have mediators. Cuz once it gets to that point where And then where... it's like okay, me and you are arguing and you have three other people that you have Listening. three you have three other opinions that are non-biased. Yeah. That's a hard thing to get is a non-biased opinion because most people that you talk to, that you really sides. spill your guts to. They, they, you know, they,
0: they. I guess honestly, it would just be. This would just be like a debate club, mm-hmm. but not not just a, like. I think that would be one aspect of the club. It would be a, like you know people coming to bring their thoughts and debate on a side. But the other side would be like, hey, I'm gonna go do a research paper on fucking DMT, mm-hmm. okay? And then I'm gonna bring this to my next thing and be like, hey guys, I did a research research paper on hey DMT. Guys, do You guys want to know some DMT? You or and obviously it? like. I was thinking like you can make a website and have a blog and everybody uploads their articles and they get like proofed through whoever, like everybody in the society. Like you'd have to uh, appoint certain people to like look over things and make sure they're credible and stuff. Yeah, It'd wanna, be a big thing hey, to do.
1: you want to, I'm sure there's something like that out there. You want you have a message you want to send to people. I just want people to grow, man. I have a and message learn. I want to send to people. I want to, I like me, I feel like I am good at pushing somebody, helping them to get nice, through it, get through adversity. Um, I've yeah. been through adversity myself, and I feel like that is my, my gift in retrospect is that a situation that you may be in, um, it's very easy to be closed minded, not open minded. And I think a lot of times we get put in bad situations, and we only see what we don't have versus yeah. what we do have. You know, I know something funny, though, that mm-hmm. I
0: think, because I feel the same way, that I like pushing people to pass their goals and pushing their limits. And like seeing them grow, mm-hmm. but a lot of the times I I try to apply the same things for myself, and I think you can relate to this too. It's like I'll preach all day to someone and trying to help them set their goals, but like
1: doing it to myself, I have a hard time. Mm-hmm. You're Just, you know? you're you're your best and own worst enemy. I can give somebody can come up to me and ask me a question. I can give them the best advice in the world, but do oh, I man. take my own advert <laughs> Do I give my do I take my own advice? Yeah, that's no. the hard thing. Why?
0: uh are we naive it's the same thing that we no it's this. it's hard it's hard Everyone want to get big but no one want to put in the work man it's the same fucking thing like there's all these things i want to do with my life but it's like i know
1: that shit takes fucking work to do i'm about to hit you some deep shit give me so some we're, deep we're, deep we're, water jaws shit bro. we're 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 talking about purpose and all this stuff and yeah and achieving Which is goals funny because making, we're in our young life, 20s making life better and stuff. <laughs> no, that's that ties into what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, that's what, what everybody is looking for. What do you right? think people feel like when they hit 60 years old and they realize they didn't accomplish anything they wanted to in their life? Because those people are there. No, they definitely are. I think I think that's my biggest fear, man. To no, be 100% no. honest, that's, I think that's my biggest fear. It's a
0: uh uh it's a scary thing to think about it, and I think even people at our age start to see it. Like I know if, if I go a period of time where I feel like I'm stagnant and I have no purpose, I fucking like, it's depressing. And I can only imagine if I was 60 years old, I'm like, and I like looked up and thought, what have I done with my life? (laughs) That would be, I'd hate it. That would make me honestly, it'd probably make me suicidal.
1: I'd rather live to 30 and live every single ounce of my life. Have you ever tried living a day like it was your last day before? Try it, man. You, that's yeah, all how can viewer, you really of you. No. You can't really not, do okay, that. Okay, not not so much. I'd blow all no, my money. <laughs> no, no, no not, no, not not so much that. But what I'm saying is like, you go to work. It, it, I'm not saying so much like well, go, like go do crazy ass shit like it's appreci- the last day. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is that if the, today was gonna be the last day that you go to work or the last day that you talk to your mom or mm. you talk to your friend or you go to the gym. If you looked you at a- it, if you, if you, if you perceived it that way, I think you would be able to appreciate it a lot more. Yeah, you and I'm not a- saying you have to do that all the time. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying you have to do that all the time, but I think if you did that once in a while, if you worked out, like you are not going to have arms tomorrow, like mm-hmm. you would make it count. I'm not saying you would have, you would be able to do more than you usually do. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is that the feeling, the thing you would get to achieve would be, uh, you know, you'd be able to gain more personal achievement and feel better about yeah. yourself. It, it, this you're reminding me of what we talked about earlier. It's like
0: life is extremely valuable. And we talked about time mm-hmm. time. You're, you're on this planet for a certain amount of time. You can do anything with time. You're you on. Yeah. You're on this planet for a certain amount of time and you're only on it once. I mean, Uh, Obviously, depending on what you believe happens after you die, that's your own opinion. But you're on this planet one time, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like every day, this ties into like how we, when you wake up in the morning, it's like you should be, I should be fucking excited. That's like, I'm a fucking, I'm alive today. I get to take on the world and learn something new and grow as a human being because I have this life that's still here. And, Fuck
1: man, we take it for granted. <laughs> we take it for fucking granted. No, we do take it for granted. <laughs> you ever think about dying, dude? That shit's fucking scary. I give myself anxiety sometimes. Not that thinking, uh, not that I think I'm gonna die, but I was actually doing it earlier today. But I'm like, imagine I, I only live to being 27 or 28 years old. I'm giving myself, and this exactly ties into what we were talking about earlier. I'm giving myself anxiety about something that may not even happen. Yeah. Um, well, I don't. I don't like. Well, think- I, I don't try and, like, like live my life around based, like, if I'm going to die today. Um, but when I do, the positive is when I do put myself in that position, mm-hmm. it gives me an opportunity to appreciate things around me. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, okay, well, what happens if I only lived another two or three years? Like, I have to make these next two or three years yeah. great. I, I just look at it like this. I do think about that often. I, I think the key to happiness and I believe that there's a heaven and a hell that I, I, I think that while you're on this earth, everybody has a plan and, you know, you can alter your plan one way or another. But what I think is important is that you live a life that up to this point, up until May 12th of your life, you uh, have lived it to every way that you can to make you happy. And if you can do that and you died tomorrow, then what else could you want out of life? Yeah. You, 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 you know, you may have not been able to spend there, all your money or do line all this stuff. Though. Yeah, because,
0: because sure. You what if do like, it. what if like fucking like uh, I'm throwing this at you, but like, what if like raping people <laughs> is what made me happy? You right? Because a lot of people use that as an argument. They're like, people need to just do what makes them happy.
1: I kind of thought about you that. You know, but I thought no, I thought about this earlier today because there's a big like. Heroin. People say that all the time. No, I thought there's a big heroin epidemic in New Jersey right now, and I thought that too. I was like, well, there's people that are addicted to heroin, and that makes them happy. So if I say, hey, what makes you happy? Doing heroin? Am I a bad ser- person if I'm like, oh, go for it, shoot up as much
0: as you'd like? Yeah, because that's that's where it's uh, that's why I don't like using that phrase like do what makes you happy because what if what, what if you know what if what do you like what makes everybody it, fucked up, you
1: know? And then I don't think you should. But dude, Which, like that's like, okay, let's say child rapist or something like yeah. that. If their brain is wired that way, it, I, I believe well, that's a I, whole I, I, other bu- debate in itself. I, I, okay, I'm not gonna get into it, but because yeah, we don't know enough <laughs> no, no. that shit, I. Okay, I won't say that anymore to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I that's I think it's uh, well,
1: no, dude, I no, it's hard to say. It's no, what? All right, if, let's let's get on. Let's no, grind this. No, out. no, no. If you if you know what makes you happy, and you know it's wrong. Because I know there's things I've done before that have maybe made me happy at the time and point. Yeah. And released endorphins, and I'm not gonna mention some of the things. Like jacking off. And it's made me happy. <laughs> doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. No, it doesn't. And me knowing that it's the wrong thing to do, and me to continue to do it, I don't I just think that's a fine line of yeah. you living your life not to the fullest. Yeah, that's I why think I... that's I think that's you holding yourself back to escape to a um another dimension. Yeah. Uh you know, I'm not just saying it involves drugs, it could be it could be, you know, anything. It yeah. could be because people are sick and sadistical. and you fucking hear kill yeah. people killing their families and fucking serial killers and all this other crazy shit. Mm-hmm. So I get that people are demented. Yeah. Um but with people being that way (laughs) I don't even I don't even know where to go with this because I want to say well normal people do this but what the fuck's a normal person that's why that's why I don't like using that phrase let me Mm -hmm.
0: like uh, let me ask you a question what the fuck was I gonna say holy shit okay how many times in life are you um, faced with two decisions you got the right decision the wrong decision but what is right but that's whatever we'll fucking it's another topic Mm -hmm. but and what's easier you know, what's, is the high road easier or is the low road, low road, low road easier? You know, it's easy taking the low road. It's easy doing what's wrong. It's easy to do what's comfortable, even though, you know, that's the wrong decision. It's easy doing that. And when you, when people say it's like, do what makes you happy? It's like sometimes doing the easy thing is what makes you happy, but doing the hard thing might not make you happy but it might be the right thing to do dude.
1: this this and i kind of want to just go towards the end with this here because this is this ties into patterns man this ties into the whole entire thing what we've talked about this whole episode in one way or another yeah is the easy way or the hard way that ties into the sleeping thing Mm -hmm. um making decisions based everybody wants to take the easy way yeah because natural it's human nature Mm -hmm. that small percentage of people that take the hard way are the ones that I find are the most successful. Mm-hmm. Quick story: something they did for training for us. Uh, we were getting ready to go to Afghanistan for our deployment, and they taught you IEDs are a big thing over there, and they plant them, which is uh, an improvised explosive device, yeah. Also known as uh, the bomb people step on and blows them to pieces. <laughs> yeah. So not w- funny. No. So with that. So. With that, <laughs> so with that being said, what they would do is they would put these ieds in places where they knew people would naturally walk so let's say there is a bridge or there's a yeah. pathway an avenue of approach, or an avenue of approach going over a river uh there is a much likely chance of there being bombs on that road than you walking through the river Naturally, you want to go through that river, but you may lose somebody because you take the natural avenue of approach mm-hmm. versus going the high road. The, yeah, the road less traveled. Right. And you save it It's a great book, by the way. So I, I think that what we're trying to get here with the conclusion is that we, as people, are creatures of habit. And yes. since we're creatures of habit, if we can approach life with good self-awareness, Um, and be willing to change the littlest things. And it could be a little thing at a time that essentially by changing a little thing every single day, I think it ties into what you want to do. And that would be making yourself better. Yeah. One day at a time. And, and, um,
0: uh, with the self-awareness is like that, uh, comfort bay decisions, Mm -hmm. just avoid them. I know. We're, so, we're two young 20s uh, guys trying to figure out life, trying to figure out what's best for us. We're going through a lot of struggles in our own lives and trying to figure out what's going on. I know the majority of our audience is probably around the same age as, f, as us. and I know being this age is a weird age to be because you're trying to f- – everybody's – this is like – the time where you're the most ambitious you're the most goal oriented you're trying to fucking leave your footprint in the fucking world and this is where you start that footprint you know you're starting your journey on whatever your big things you want to do in this life this is where it starts this is the age you know you went through school you went through all you know growing up and now this is the time to fucking shine i think that's the audience we speak to for the most part um so get up and go Get up, get up and go and get i up, mean shine we're talking this through because these are thoughts in our own mind and i think it's a great thing and i would always recommend this is like speak your thoughts out because i know myself i have a fucking hard time talking to people about how i feel and i know doing this podcast has been a, a great experience for me because i'm expo- i'm making myself more transparent to the world and uh, to myself to where i'm giving my thoughts an actual voice to be interpreted. And obviously I think our goal as a podcast is that if our thoughts and our opinions or anything can relate to someone else and give a different perspective for your life and you can gain from that or learn from that, then, you know, we're doing our job. I agree.
1: (laughs) No, I highly agree. And I really hope that we send that message and, uh, you know, I think we talked about some powerful topics and, Hopefully, if you listen to this podcast, you could take away. um, Look, I guess. I guess at least one. If we take one thing, I'll be happy. Not so much one thing, but if there was one thing you could take away, uh, it would be motivation. It would be the opportunity to maybe try and do something different tomorrow. When you, When you,
0: even if even if the motivation is that these guys are too much like motherfuckers, I'm gonna do better than them.
1: That's fine with that. No, if you you want that, then honestly, (laughs) that would make me happy. Yeah. But try and just do something a little different tomorrow. You know, just flip your blanket over one way or different than the other way. Yeah, and if you're pissed off at someone, fuck it. What's the one I'm wasting on yeah, it? Yeah, don't even do it. But
0: fuck you. But I gotta work on that too.
1: No, man. So this is All this right. this is this is what I want to say, guys. I want to say, uh, I appreciate everybody that's been listening. Yeah. Please, subscribe to our channel. <laughs> I, I, would, so desperate. I really, I really, the only reason I sound desperate is because I'm really looking forward to eating 100 pieces of sushi. Yeah, I'm fucking ready that's to eat 100 pieces, call, that's man. That's our come up. Fuck. So we needed your guys' support. All it takes is one click and we're closer to doing it. Yeah. Um. This is episode seven of the podcast Life As We Know It. We appreciate uh, the support. We are on iTunes. Listen, podcasts. If you don't know very
0: much about podcasts and you've gotten this far in it, they're great for doing multitasking, not just to sit down and watch because they're fucking long. These are long things. So like doing cardio, going on your drives, YouTube's a pain to do when you're doing that. But we're on iTunes. We're on Google Music. Look it up. It's right there. Subscribe to that shit. Write a review. That would really help. Um, It keeps us motivated and we really appreciate it. The guys out there who have been liking our videos and watching them and commenting on them, you guys are fucking awesome.
1: All right, guys, we appreciate you listening and we'll see you next week. This is
0: episode seven Life as We Know It. Peace.